data rich and savvy are rich and savvy, not in terms of quantity of data, but rather the insights that they're able to extract from the data. And as a result, they're reducing costs, creating happier customers and growing revenue. Welcome back to the CX Pulse podcast. We're glad you're joining us. Welcome back, everyone, to the CX Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Amelia Rose Earhart. Today, we've got an exciting conversation coming up about a group called the Data Rich and Famous. And our guest today is Omer Minkara, VP and Principal Analyst at Aberdeen. You're also an author and a speaker. And Omer, you're also a return guest to the show. So welcome back. Good to be back. And nice to talk to you again, Amelia. So before we dive into your research, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what you do with Aberdeen? Yeah, absolutely. Pleased to do so. So briefly, Aberdeen is a market research organization that surveys and speaks with a lot of B2B technology decision makers and buyers. And our sole purpose is to figure out what are the trends, the challenges, and the best practices that are working for uh, savvy businesses out there. And my specific coverage area is on customer experience and contact center. I've been covering it for over a decade now, and um, it's really one of my passion areas. So really enjoy the space, both personally, but also professionally. Awesome. Well, today we're going to learn about a recent study that you just completed about customer self-service, where you've identified this group of businesses that are labeled data-rich and famous. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this study and, and what you learned about this group? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, th- that particular study, Amelia, was all about figuring out what are some of the trends and the best practices that are driving the customer self-service programs for contact centers around the world and different industries. And as you noted, we were able to identify a subset of businesses that we labeled as data-rich and savvy. And uh, we found that those companies are you know, excelling across different areas, not just in terms of data quality, but also performance. And they really make a big difference as compared to the traditional self-service programs. Now, self-service has been around for a long time, and you've done some studies on the traditional versus intelligent self-service, revealing a lot of interesting insights there as well. So why don't you tell us more about that? Yeah. So, you know, speaking of traditional self-service, like you said, it's been around for, gosh, decades now, right? So you had your IVR and then you had your IVs, you know, recently, visual IVRs, web self-service, online communities, you name it. So there's a lot of different portals, different outlets to deliver self-service. But in our research, we found that 80%, get this, 80% of companies are struggling using data in their self-service programs. So that's huge. So we then turn to what are the other businesses, the other 20% doing? Why are they doing a better job? Why are they more satisfied? And those, again, were the data-rich and savvy businesses. The thing that we found out about those companies, Amelia, was that not only they have better data quality, but they're leveraging a certain set of tools more effectively and more widely. So what are those tools? They include AI, machine learning, automation, and analytics. So the reason why companies are turning to those tools is because with the help of AI and machine learning, they're able to turn back in time, historical data, real-time data, and figure out what are the trends, the expectations of their customers. Is self-service working the way it should or not? They're using automation to more quickly implement workflows and adjust them as needed. And analytics is sort of a rinse and repeat where they can analyze historical and real-time data. They figure out what's working and what's not working. One of the areas that I really want to highlight, though, is 
any company has a lot of data today. I mean, it's not that businesses are not data rich. All businesses in terms of uh, quantity are data rich. The real data rich and savvy businesses, however, are the ones that turn the existing data into rich insights. They're the ones that are able to leverage the existing insights to steer conversations. So with that in mind, then what we did was we compared and contrasted what are the performance results of the traditional self-service users versus the data rich and savvy. We call them the smart self-service users in our research. And we looked at their performance across three different categories, Amelia. The first category was around customer experience. So in that research, we were able to find out that the data rich and savvy are seeing over 30% greater increase in customer satisfaction rates. So clearly, for contact center leaders, that's number one objective, right? Creating happier customers and boosting loyalty. And data told us that smart self-service users, the data rich and savvy, are really enjoying better results. One of the reasons why is because they deliver effortless experiences. They're improving the effort scores by more than twice as much as their peers. And one of the reasons why is because they're boosting containment rates. Now we're talking about the efficiency-related metrics. In addition to CX results, they're also enjoying better efficiency. So the smart self-service users are reporting over 4x the annual increase in self-service containment rates. So that tells us that not only are they designing self-service to adapt to customer needs, but also it's efficient, it simply works. Another highlight that came out of the research study was that they seamlessly integrate self-service with assisted service. And the way we know that is because they're boosting agent productivity by over 90% compared to their peers. So those are, again, significant results, but net-net, a lot of the contact center leaders that I'm speaking with today are still asking me, Omer, how do we reduce cost? And if we can, how do we grow revenue? So the good news, again, that came out of the research was that the data-rich and savvy are able to leverage the efficiency gains. They're able to leverage happier customers to reduce cost by over 2x. They're decreasing their costs year over year by twice as much as their peers, while improving their revenue by over 3x their peers. So net-net, if I you know, sum up what I just shared, the data rich and savvy are rich and savvy, not in terms of quantity of data, but rather the insights that they're able to extract from the data. And as a result, they're reducing costs, creating happier customers, and growing revenue. Yeah, and it sounds like because of the results of this study, organizations will now have a good roadmap to follow to begin that practice of becoming data rich and famous or data rich and savvy, as you say. Omer, what would you give in terms of advice to an organization that knows they have a lot of data? Where should they start when it comes to organizing this information and moving towards those pillars? Yeah, great question. And, uh, you know, this was actually a focal point of the research because, like you said, Amelia, self-service has been around for such a long time and businesses are now asking, am I doing the right things? If I'm doing some of the right things but not the others, what exactly is a roadmap that I need to follow as a business? So, good news, we found six different building blocks that companies are implementing. So I'm going to go through them one by one. And I would say that this is a progression order. So my suggestion for our listeners is start following them one by one. Build the first one, then layer the second, and then the third. So what's the first building block? The first building block is building a connected view of data across all sources. So as we discussed, you may have an IVR, you may have an you know, online community, you may have an IVA, and then you're also still delivering assistive service across channels like phone and email. 
So it's critical for contact center and CX leaders to have a connected view of data. So now you know who your customers are and know it holistically across all channels. Once you have that foundation, that allows you to do the second set of activities that is all about knowing who your customers are, that is building journey insights. And that's critical because without knowing who your customers are, you can't really optimize self-service. And I'll give you an example, Amelia. So let's take a Gen Z consumer, right? So Gen Z consumers are probably a lot more likely to navigate the whole experience interacting with the business through self-service. They're more prone and open to, as opposed to Someone in a boomer category or even Gen X, they may be okay self-navigating through uh, self-service for a little bit, but they may prefer to have an assisted interaction. So knowing those preferences, who your customers are, what self-service modalities are working best is critical. And again, that connective view of data and then customer journey insights is really important. So once you have that visibility, then comes knowledge base. So building the right kind of content to be able to power self-service programs because you may have the best technologies, you may optimize all the interactions, but eventually if you don't have the right information to provide your customers to help themselves, it may fall flat on its face. So what's critical that we're seeing as a focal point for the data rich and savvy is they're building a knowledge base, but also they're maintaining that knowledge base. They're turning to AI, machine learning and automation to continuously optimize the knowledge base articles. Now, speaking of AI and automation, that's our fourth pillar, turn into technology. So those are the businesses that are continuously analyzing data on a real-time basis. So if activities through self-service were working fine three months ago, six months ago, that doesn't mean that they're still working fine. The customer's needs may have changed, the business may have introduced a new product. So it's really critical to be able to analyze on a repeated basis. So that's where, again, my personal suggestion for a lot of contact center leaders is to start thinking about a low or no code approach in terms of leveraging self-service, because that means that you're not relying heavily on your business personnel, business staff, and business leaders to analyze data and make adjustments. Instead, you can quickly leverage low code or no code to make the adjustments that you need. So once you've covered those four building blocks, building block number five is start layering automation and workflows. And that is start building workflows to be able to automate the self-service experiences based on personas, based on customer intent. And again, with the benefit of automation, you're able to start triggering workflows based on who the customer is, based on the context. So you're able to keep up based on changes in business conditions and customer needs. And lastly, it's about performance analytics. You got to know, again, if you're doing the right things, you got to measure, 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 so you can start improving if and where needed and keep doing what's been working. So net-net, again, six building blocks, know your customers, build journey maps, build a knowledge base that's top-notch, leverage AI, analytics, and automation, and finally, leverage performance analytics. Well, I love getting a clear path with such a complicated topic for a lot of organizations. So thank you so much for your insights. As we wrap up here, why don't you let us know where we can get in contact with you and learn more about you? Absolutely. So I am on Twitter and LinkedIn, and you can look me up as Omer Minkara, O-M-E-R Minkara. But also a lot of our research is available on Aberdeen's website, and you can access that through Aberdeen.com. All right. Omer, thank you so much. A pleasure speaking with you today. My pleasure. Thanks, Amelia. Thank you so much for joining us on the CX Pulse podcast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes.